2.02. A very good Sunday morning to you, New York City. It's Mike Flegelman with you. Fleegs on the fan for the next four hours until 6 a.m. When Carl Dukes and CBS Sports Radio comes your way. We've got Emmanuel Barbari with your updates at the top of every hour, as you just heard. The great sus, Susumu Araki. The Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith fan, Susumu Araki. He's on the other side of the glass. We'll be talking to him about his Seahawks later on in the show as they take on the Giants in what is probably the marquee game of the week. Here again for the next four hours, 877-337-6666. Number to call, number to text. Or you can tweet at me at M Flegelman. It's M-F-L-I-E-G-E-L-M-A-N. We'll do plenty of football, baseball too. If you want to rip the pathetic excuse of a human being, that is Kyrie Irving. Of course, we can do that as Kyrie embarrasses himself, his team, and his league once again on Saturday night. But we'll start with the football, and we will start with the team in town that I believe is playing the more important game on Sunday afternoon, and that is the New York Jets. On Sunday at 1 o'clock, a little under 11 hours from now, the Jets take on their hated rival, the Patriots, a team that has owned them for the better part of 20 years, but really in a significant way in the last 6 to 10 years. The Jets have been, we all know it, an out-and-out embarrassment pretty consistently for the last 10 or 11 years, and you sort of sense that the tide is changing. This team off to a 5-2 and two start. Very promising in a lot of ways. Of course, the devastating injuries to Brees Hall and Elijah Vera Tucker last week. But without those guys, even if they were here, no matter what, this game that the Jets will play on Sunday, make no mistake about it. This is the most important game the New York Jets have played since Christmas Eve 2011. And yeah, everybody in town knows what happened that day, whether you're a Jets fan or you're a Giants fan, and you enjoyed that day. And shoddy didn't ruin your Christmas. A phrase that I still remember hearing Adam Shine scream when I'm in the bathroom at MetLife Stadium, and I still think he should have trademarked it and put it on T-shirts. And if he does that, I'm still going to buy it 11 years later. This is the most important game the Jets have played in over a decade. In 2012, things were already starting to fall apart. They never really had one game that could set the tone or change the tide of their entire season. It started to fall apart in a lot of ways when they played the Patriots in the middle of October at 3-3. Three and three, They go to overtime. Stephen Hill drops what well, could have been a touchdown pass in that game. Jets end up losing in overtime against the Patriots. They go 6-10 and 10 that year. You could say 2015, Week 17, I don't buy it. Yes, that was an important game. Jets were winning in to make the playoffs. But that was an old team with a lot of free agents and Band-Aids. That was a team that, even if they make the playoffs, they probably get bounced in the wild card round. And as we saw in 2016, when the entire operation crumbled, there wasn't much of a ceiling or much of a future for that team. This group is different. This Jets team has a chance to actually be something. This game on Sunday will give you a real feel, win or lose, for what you can expect in the Robert Sala-Zach Wilson era. The last four weeks for the Jets have been fantastic. Even if they haven't looked like the greatest football team out there, especially offensively, even if the quarterback hasn't played lights-out football, the Jets going out there and finding a way to win all four of those games, including wins in Pittsburgh, in Green Bay, in Denver, all three very difficult places to win. I don't care how good those teams are or might not be. 
the Jets have been really impressive the last four weeks. And all four of those games with Zach Wilson, who hasn't lost a game as a starter in 2022. Sunday's game, on the surface, might seem like, okay, the Jets can lose it. They dropped to 5-3. and three. Season's not over. They can bounce back. And yeah, the season wouldn't be over. But 5-3, and three, with a game against the Bills next week, and then the buy and the Patriots after that, 5-2, and two, if the Jets lose on Sunday, could very, very quickly become 5-5. Five and five. The Jets have to win this game. It's time to beat the Patriots. It's time to make that statement. It's time to announce that this team is here. This team for real is for real. And this Jets team is different. Robert Sala and these players have been preaching that they're not the Jets of old. That what plagued Jets teams of the past doesn't apply to them. The mistakes those teams made, the games they lost, none of that applies to them. And that's true. Except for one game. Last year, the 54-13 beatdown that the Jets suffered at the hands of the New England Patriots. Most of this team was here for that. And this entire coaching staff was here for that. And I like the fact that during the week, the Jets have let you know, at least the coaching staff has let you know, that yeah, that's on their mind. I like that they're not hiding from that. I like that they're not running from that and saying this is the same as any other game. You don't prepare any differently. No, it is a different game. And you do prepare for it differently. Use that bulletin board material. The way the Patriots ran up the score on you last year. And I'm not begrudging the Patriots for that. It's the NFL. Score whenever you can. Run up the score on anybody. They're professionals. They're paid to stop it. But that doesn't mean the team that was on the losing end of it can't use it next time coming out. Like the Jets should on Sunday afternoon. Use that as bulletin board material. Use the Patriots, Richard Seymour, and the homecoming game comments from last year as bulletin board material. And yeah, you know what? Most of these Jets players and even the coaches weren't here for 10 out of the last 12 consecutive games. These two teams have faced off and the Patriots have beaten the Jets. More games non-competitive than were competitive. But you know what? Use that. Use the fact that that team on the other sideline, even though the coach is going to say all the right things publicly, use the fact that they don't respect you. Use the fact that they still look at you and laugh and say, same old Jets. Come out there on Sunday and kick their you-know-whats. Dominate them. That defensive line, play the same way you've been playing for the last few weeks. That secondary, which has looked like it might be the best secondary in football the last few weeks, go out and play like it again. Because, yeah, these aren't the same Jets that they've been the last few years. And if you've watched the team that's coming into town on Sunday, if you've watched them over the first seven weeks of the season, especially Monday night against the Bears, these are not the same New England Patriots that everyone's used to. Obviously, Tom Brady is now long gone, third year without Tom Brady. Mac Jones, not very good. He's been outplayed by Bailey Zappi. Mac Jones, a little banged up. He practiced more this week. No longer on the injury report. Good to go. Still not a very good quarterback. This is a team that just got blown out on Monday Night Football at home by the Chicago Bears. A team that let the Bears running backs and Justin Fields run all over them. 
Well, you know what? If you're the Jets, you also have an athletic quarterback, a young quarterback who sometimes struggles in the passing game. I want to see Zach Wilson use his legs on Sunday. The Bears called design runs seemingly at will against the Patriots. I'm not saying the Jets have to do it as many times as the Bears did. Mike LaFleur, can you mix in two, three, or four design Zach Wilson runs? Get the defense keying in on the running back and have Zach Wilson run out to the other side, run down the field. We've seen how athletic he is as a runner. Oh, remember the long touchdown run against Jacksonville last year? Use his athleticism. If you missed it on Saturday, some interesting news when the Jets announced who they're elevating from the practice squad. One of the two guys they're bringing up is preseason hero, the quarterback, Chris Streveler. Leading everybody to believe that they're going to have some kind of package offensively on Sunday that involves Chris Streveler. So let's see how creative the Jets can get on offense. Most of this game is going to come down to whether or not Zach Wilson can make plays without Brees Hall, with the offensive line banged up, no Elijah Vera Tucker, Corey Davis is going to miss this game. The wide receiver course consists of Garrett Wilson, who's a rookie, very talented rookie, but a rookie nonetheless, Braxton Berrios, and two guys who have requested trades in the last few weeks and months, Denzel Mims and Elijah Moore, who's making his return to the team. Now, we won't know probably until the game starts whether Elijah Moore has his head screwed on straight, And I'll get to that whole situation and debacle later on when we talk about more and more detail. How he embarrassed himself last week. But Elijah Moore is coming back to the Jets in a spot where he's going to need to be relied upon. You want to target Elijah Moore? You're going to get him on Sunday. No Corey Davis, no Brees Hall. You're going to be a focal point of the offense. Go prove that you're even half of what you clearly think you are. The dirty little secret about this game is that the Jets are the better team. Again, this is no longer the same Patriots that you're used to watching over the last 20 years. This is a flawed team. They're dealing with some injuries as well. Maybe not to the extent the Jets are, but David Andrews, their starting center, he's out. Barmore on the defensive line, he's out. Kyle Duggar, defensive back, he's out. Patriots are minus a couple starters as well. And if these teams even were at full strength, yeah, the Jets are better. They're more talented. I'll even go so far as to say that they have the more talented quarterback. Now, he might not be the guy I trust the most yet because Zach Wilson still has a couple of plays, including last week, the play where I still think he fumbled. I think the Jets got lucky that the refs called it a fumble on the field and they are down by contact on the field and they stuck with it. Not as many turnover worthy plays as last year, but Zach Wilson, while he wasn't the key of the Jets offense in his first two games back against Pittsburgh and Miami, still stepped up and made plays in those games, especially against the Steelers in the fourth quarter where he leads the team down the field twice, scoring touchdowns. Miami, he played pretty well. Last two weeks against Green Bay and Denver, Zach Wilson has just been along for the ride. That can't be the case on Sunday. Now, even with the injury to Brees Hall and the injury to Elijah Vera Tucker, 
the Jets should, and I'll say this, the Jets better be able to run against the Patriots. The Patriots cannot stop the run. So Michael Carter and James Robinson, if he plays, and Ty Johnson, they should be enough for the Jets to do some serious work on the ground on Sunday. And again, use the quarterback in the run game. Use Zach Wilson in the run game. The Jets, across the board, 1-53, to and especially on defense, are the better team here. I need to see them go out and prove it. The biggest advantage the Patriots have in this game, it's an advantage they have in every game, but I still think it's a pretty big one in this case, is Bill Belichick against Robert Sala. I've been harsh on Robert Sala. Haven't been his biggest fan. Haven't seen a lot I love from the guy. I'll say this. If Robert Sala gets this team to go out and win on Sunday in front of a packed house, the crowd's going to be absolutely wild. In the biggest game that this group has played together, and again, the biggest game this franchise has had in over a decade, that will show me something. And I need to see Robert Sala show me something in this game. I need this team to be prepared, both in terms of X's and O's, the game plan, and emotionally, don't let the moment take over. Be ready for it. Be ready to meet that crowd. Be ready to meet that energy. And go out and beat a team that you are better than. Go use the fact that you're underdogs in this game at home with a better record. You're 5-2, and two, they're 3-4, and four, and you're a 2.5-point underdog at home. Go use that. Anything that's motivation, use it in this game. The Jets have been doing a great job of that the last four weeks. Disrespected, counted out, laughed at, tossed aside because, oh, it's just the Jets. They want to prove that they're not just those old Jets. This is a brand new team, brand new identity. It will speak volumes and say so much to your fan base and the rest of the NFL world if the Jets come out, beat the Patriots at home, move to 6-2 and two on the season, show the world that you guys are right and everybody else was wrong. This is a different team. This is a different group. This team is ready to do something. Set the tone and begin or continue a run to the postseason and end the longest drought in the league. Again, if the Jets lose this game, Five and two would become five and three, and most likely very quickly becomes five and five. Don't let that happen. Don't waste a promising start. Don't throw away a golden opportunity. The Jets are the better team in this matchup on Sunday. They probably have the best player on the field. They might have the best two players on the field. If you want to make a case that Sauce Gardner and Quinn and Williams are better than Matthew Judon right now. Either way, Jets have two of the top three. Go win this football game. Yes, this Jets group isn't responsible for most of the disasters that its fan base has sat through the last decade plus. And while you guys might not carry that with you as the team, 
the fans still do. There's a lot of demons that have to be exercised before Jets fans are going to fully buy in and fully trust you. Beating the New England Patriots in this game on Sunday will go a long way to erasing a lot of the bad feelings, or not even so much feelings as the concerns around this team of how it could all fall apart. You get to 6-2, and and then next week have the Bills coming into town for a game where the winner takes over sole control of first place in the AFC East. MetLife might be packed and out of its mind two weeks in a row. It's all there for the taking for this team. They're a young group. They have to stay disciplined. They've played smart football a lot of this year. There were way too many penalties against Denver. They have to cut back on those. It all comes back to this one fast for me. They're better than this team. Obviously, we watch all the football. We watch the entire league, but having a real chance to sit down and key in on the Patriots on Monday night. The only game on TV, Yankees had already been eliminated, so there was no baseball to pay attention to. And as you really watch the New England Patriots play football for 60 minutes, the big takeaway is they're not impressive. They're not that good. The Jets have a real chance to be. The Jets should win this game on Sunday. And if the Jets want to really change the narrative around their team, change the perception around them, and set the tone for a serious, real season of big boy NFL playoff contending, potentially playoff making football, they need to win this game on Sunday. It's simple as that. The Jets have to find a way to win this game for more reasons than I think the current team knows. If they want the respect of the football world, they want their fans to believe in them, they want people to stop laughing at them for the sins of Jets teams of the past, beat the Patriots on Sunday, and a lot of that goes away. And all of a sudden, people will be paying attention to this year's Jets and respecting this group and this team and this set of players for what they are, which is a good football team. Not a great football team, but a good football team. And in a league full of a lot of bad and terrible football teams, a good football team should be in the playoffs. A good football team is enough, especially for a fan base that hasn't seen good football in pretty much over a decade. This is the most important game the New York Jets have played since December 24th, 2011. We all know how that one ended. It derailed the franchise. It was the start of a 10-plus year abyss. Can they win on Sunday and turn things around? Can they win on Sunday and whereas this last important game sent them spiraling for a decade, can this set them up with a young team Young quarterback, young coach, young players, talented players, potential superstars all over the field. Can this game set them up for a run of success? It can if they win it.